Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parody. We're back again today with Lizzie Durrell, our homeschooling guru. And today she's going to talk about how to get started in homeschooling. And she's going to talk a little bit about co-ops. Well, without any further ado, here's Lindsay Neural. Go ahead, tell us a little bit more about uh, homeschooling, how what could get started. Sure. So every state has its own set of regulations. And often the best place to reach out would be your Department of Education, their website. Um, and that's going to give you the bare minimum legal things that you need to do, but also homeschool legal defense. Again, hslda.org. They have a YouTube playlist um, and they've created little one to three minute videos for all 50 states. So you can watch that little one to three minute video and get just the bullet points of what you need to do. Some states, there are no notification requirements, so you can start today and you don't have to fill out any paperwork. And some states, you know, you need to let them know what curriculum you're choosing, who's going to be doing the instruction, which is not always the parent. Um, I do not do the majority of the instruction for my family. Um, we take advantage of online co-ops, in-person co-ops. Um, my children do a lot of independent study. There are options through the community colleges. There are options through umbrella schools. Just so many ways to learn if you're not confident that you can sit and give your child algebra instruction. That shouldn't be a reason to, to stop you from going ahead with this if you feel that it's right for your child. Wow. Okay. So let's let's just ju jump into this co-op and the use of junior college to uh, assist you in educating your child. What exactly is a co-op? If how and why should you use the resources that are available through to you from your junior high? Go ahead. Sure. So co-op first of all, will not work for everyone. Um, we live very rural, so it's about an hour to the nearest co-op. That doesn't work for us. But um, for some families who maybe don't want to do all the instruction but have a certain strength, let's say um, you're good at cooking or you're good at woodworking, um, you can volunteer your time 20 minutes to an hour a week and teach a course and all the parents come in and do the same thing. And at the end of the week, you have a fully filled out uh, curriculum option, much like the high schools. We have math teachers and science teachers. A lot of these are professionals that have either, either left the public school uh, career force or they're doing it in their free time. And you sort of work together as a village to get the children a well-rounded education where you are only teaching the one class. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also a good option for parents who struggle with childcare um, because as we know, public school isn't just education. For a lot of parents, it's how they find a way for their children to be cared for while they continue to go to work. So co-ops can be very low cost and they can give your child access to all sorts of activities and courses that you might have a hard time trying to piece together on your own. Curriculum is usually provided in that um, for a very small fee. Uh, outstanding. You know, in, in my house, I guess we had a miniature co-op because when it came to uh, science, math, or history, 
that was me. And if it came to anything, communications, uh, English, things of that nature, that went to my, my wife. She would take point on those things. So let me ask you, because uh, I'm curious about the junior high aspect of it. You know, one of the big things in public school is for kids to be able to take uh, advanced courses. Is a parent able to take advantage of something similar to that uh, through homeschooling? Definitely. And actually, there's more opportunity with homeschooling because really? your, child, your child is not limited to um, what the school can bring to them. So right now, um, I'm in an area where we have our school has one AP offering um, in our area and no dual enrollment opportunities. So for a child who wants to get college credits or perhaps test out through the AP, um, you can do that completely independently. And what you would want to do is go to your local community college. I'm going to guarantee that almost every single community college that offers dual enrollment to public or private schoolers has an enrollment uh, for homeschoolers. And it may be that they need to take a small test to be able to show that they can read at a certain aptitude. But if your child has taken the ACT or the SAT or even the PSAT, a lot of times they can jump right in and they'll have a full set of courses that they can take, uh, virtual or in-person. Of course, they're earning their college credits at the same time they're learning, so you don't have to do that teaching. But some of the schools, like is the case in Nebraska, offer half-price tuition. So if your child takes these college courses in high school, they're getting college credits, but at half the cost if, as if they waited till after they graduated high school. And then for AP courses, uh, Khan Academy Online, which some of the parents may already be familiar with, they have self-paced courses in many of the AP subjects. Um, you could learn those on your own time, study on your own time. And then when you're ready, you can go to the official AP website and sign up for the test to earn AP credits that can then transfer into college as well. Well, you moms, dads, and guardians out there that are homeschooling your kids and didn't know that this was an option, hey, this is something that you could look into that might save you some money down the road when you send your child out. And if they want to go to college and pursue a degree, they can start knocking out things now while they're in high school that will move them toward getting their degree and the costs have to be a lot cheaper uh, going that route than it is to some of these uh, big colleges. Definitely. And, you know, for, for some of the classes, such as like a composition one or, um, you know, psychology, these are opportunities for your children to not only knock out those credits, but maybe they have a passion in them that they're not sure that it's a career they want to do, such as a coding or in the healthcare services, you know, waiting until you get to college and trying it out there is very expensive. That's a very expensive test, if you will. And so a lot of the children that go on to college and then try the wrong career for two years, um, find out you have to pay back those loans or you still have to pay that tuition. So if you can do that testing and that experimenting in high school at half the cost, 
you know, a kid could take one class and say, I'm not really cut out for coding, or I can't stand the sight of blood. I'm not going to be able to go into nursing. And it's a cheaper mistake to make. Also, you get to know your child's um, passions, and then you, as their parent, can guide them maybe into something a little more appropriate to their gifts and their interests. Yeah, that is important. Uh, during the summertime, I do a leadership camp. Well, I, I participated in it. I'm one of the staff members. And my teenagers, I have them take a uh, college and career disc assessment. And I just gift it to all the, all the students that are, that are coming in and uh, going through that. And what it does is it tells me their, not only their strengths, but how they learn. And also, you know, things that their behavioral style is geared for so far as careers so that they can start researching what it will take for them to enter a particular career. And parents, if you'd like to find out more about that, I'll have something in the show notes. But I'm also going to get some goodies from Lindsay here. We're going to have those in the podcast description also so that you'll have access to them. Wow, that interview was highly, highly informative. But we're not done with Lindsay yet. We're going to have her back one more time next week. So make sure that you tune in. She's going to talk about boys and some other aspects about homeschooling. Well, as always, parents, I want to challenge you to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless. God bless.